Calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Business Managers Podcast. You've got Kelly and Melissa in the house today. And we also have a guest, our good friend, Kathleen Lawson. She is a business strategist who helps entrepreneurs put the structure and routines in place to implement their vision. She does this by guiding them through prioritizing goals, creating action plans, implementing processes and systems, and maintaining accountability to execution. Kathleen runs accountability groups and also works one-on-one with clients. With an MBA from Babson College and experience in marketing, operations, sales, coaching, and strategy across multiple industries, she is uniquely positioned to help her clients get results. Kathleen, welcome to the podcast. This is a long time coming. It's about time. I know. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. And we've known you probably, I think, 20 plus years at this point. It's got to be, right? Getting pretty close to that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A long time. Back in grade school. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You're like five, 20 years ago. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about your business. I know I mentioned it a little bit, but how you work with clients and in who, what types of business owners do you work with? I call myself a business strategist. And I work with solo professionals and small business owners. They're all service providers, a lot of like coaches and designers and things like that, but also some really interesting small business owners, interior designers. And I work with an attorney and all sorts of different people. A lot of them are ex-corporate. They've come into the solo space over the last few years. And I help them, as you said, I help them implement the vision that they have for their business. So, so often people that are running their own business, they're very kind of big picture visionary. They know what they're trying to do, but very often implementing that, like getting to that point is where they struggle a lot of the details. And so that's where I come into play. And we really clarify that vision and bring it down into some goals that we can pursue. So we really prioritize, all right, what do we need to do first? What do we need to do next? So we we bring it down to some goals and then we create action plans, um, really break those down, put the processes in place. And we're working through this. So week to week, like, what do we need to do this week? And what do we need to do next week? And just kind of keeping the action going, keeping the momentum going. And I, as you said, I do that with clients one-to-one. And then I also run accountability groups where we do kind of the same thing, but in a small group setting. I never have more than six people. We do it 12 weeks at a time. People will work on one to three goals, just depending on what it is. I help them really focus in and create a plan. And then we're meeting every week to stay on track and get get all the things done that they're trying to do. And how do you keep, I'm just going to jump in before Melissa jumps in. We're going to fight it out. <laughs> but how do you keep those entrepreneurs from bringing their 
piles and piles of goals that they have for the year because now it's a new year. They're excited. And business owners in general, we want to do it all. So how do you get them to focus? Like, don't (laughs) eat the entire elephant at once. Right. You you know, it's interesting because that is a challenge and it's really like kind of the first challenge we face. And it was, it's kind of funny because when I started my accountability groups, I kind of started a little further along in the process. And then I real, and then that's what was happening. People were bringing like all these things to it. And I'm like, Oh, wait, wait, we can't, we can't do that much at once. And so I kind of had to back up my starting point where I worked with people. So now I meet with them actually one-on-one up front. I meet with everybody and we do a strategy session where we really focus in and then the group starts meeting after that. But you can't do eight things at once. That's, you know, if, if someone is finding that they're not making progress, that's something that I would suggest they kind of ask themselves, like, how many things are you trying to do? And I keep them down to one to three goals, you know, depending on how big it is. If it's something really big, it might just be one. If it's something smaller and um, we can put the time and resources to it, then, you know, maybe they can work on more than one thing at a time. When you focus in, then you can get whatever that is done and then you can move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. and so on. And so the way that I approach it is I talk to them about what's going to make the biggest impact in their business right now. And so we kind of start with the revenue stuff. So it's like, all right, do you do you need a new service or um, offering or program? Or is that like kind of what's on your mind? Or, or, you know, depending on what you've got right now, you know, where are the opportunities there? And if you've got that set, then maybe it's about a marketing strategy. Maybe you know exactly what you're trying to do, but you need to work on how you're going to market it. Maybe that's the, the thing that you focus on. And if that's all set, and then we look at operations, like maybe it's not running as efficiently as it could, or there's um, routines in your business that could that could help you run things more efficiently that maybe you need to work on. So we kind of like talk through all those opportunities and then figure out what to focus on. Hmm. And That's sometimes people come to me knowing exactly what they want to work on. And sometimes they're like, well, here's my business. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we love those visionaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those visionaries are a very important part of, um, you know, our types of services, because without them, there'd be no ideas, but without people like you, Kathleen, there would be no structure. Yeah. And you. or forward motion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like just sort of stunned by a lot of the idea generation that people do. Like sometimes people have just have like lists and lists and so many ideas. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really impressed by people who do that, you know, and then I'm on the other side immediately like, okay, how are we going to get this done? You know, and I'm, you know, they start talking about it and I'm halfway down that road to, you know, what are all the things that need to happen to make this, to make this actually work. So yeah, you're right. Like you kind of need both sides of, of exactly. it. So if somebody came to you with like this big goal, how would you, I know you would have that call, but how would you get them on the right path to well, narrow it down to one thing? depending on what it is like so we we so in my accountability group we work 12 weeks at a time so we've got to think about what you know what we can actually get done during that time what kind of time they have what kind of resources they have but then we just break it down it's you know it's a lot of reverse engineering so you know you have this vision of where what you're trying to get to a couple months out and and just kind of working backwards to what is it going to take to get it done so if you're talking about putting a new program out there. I mean, there's like the content side, there's how are you going to promote the thing? How's what's it going to look like? So there's a lot of pieces to it, but sometimes people come to me wanting to 
nail down a routine in their business. Like, for example, it might be around like, how do I start networking and following up with people? And so we kind of talk about what that looks like and what the day-to-day activity is going to look like and what systems they need to put in place to manage it and track it. And then it's about like doing that every day and every week and really building those routines and habits. So there's, you know, lots of different different things that we could be working on depending on the client. And that's what's kind of fun about it. I mean, within any group of entrepreneurs that I'm working with, you know, some of them are working on really kind of finite projects and some are working on how they're implementing different routines into their business. No goal too small, no goal too big. No. They all no. break down the same way. It's just yeah. Pretty, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And I really uh, like that a lot. Like breaking everything down into small achievable chunks. Well, that's well, you know what? That's what that's what you can sit down and do. Cause you know, I mean, you know how it is. Like you sit down and you're like, all right, what am I going to do today? And if you start thinking too much, you never, you know, you don't get anywhere. And you're sometimes, you know, you're like waiting for the motivation to hit or whatever. But when you have the list of, all right, here's what I need to do. And here's like, here it is down small bite, little chunk, something I can do. Like you just do it. You don't have to think about it. And then that just gets you into motion, you know, and motivation comes after the action. So it gets you going, you're doing stuff. And then that just all, you know, it just kind of rolls after that. But yeah, you, I think people need it broken down into a task level so that when you sit down, you know exactly what you need to do, because if it's too big, then you're like lost and you don't, it's, you don't know how to get started and, and, or maybe you don't know how to do it. It's just like, you know, it's this big nebulous thing. So it needs to be broken down into a task level. Like I know I need to sit down today and I need to, I don't know, email five people, or I need to write the sales copy, or I need to, you know, do whatever this like one thing is. So now I know exactly what I need to sit down to do. So I have a question because I, I know someone that for planning her day, like, time management, weekly planning. What we did is we created a list for her, Monday list, Tuesday list, so on and so forth. Now, let me ask you a question. And this might be, you might, you might be like, you know, everyone's different. Or you might be like, this is where I draw the line. If you've got your week planned out, you sort of kind of get in a routine that, you know, Mondays, I'm going to work on this. Tuesdays, I'm going to work on this. Say it's 12 o'clock and you got your entire Monday list done. Do you recommend dipping into your Tuesday list or do you say, you know what, go celebrate. You've got everything done. Maybe go read a business development book, personal development book, go play in the snow. How do you tackle that? That's kind of an interesting um questions. I feel like so many entrepreneurs, like our list is, you know, people just want to do so much stuff in it, you know, never ending. But I, you know, one of the things that comes up that we talk about in my groups a lot is building in rewards. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it like on a real micro level. Like if I do my thing today, what am I going to do? You know, do I get to go, you know, sit on the couch and read my book for a while? Or do I go to Starbucks and pick up a latte? And then also like at the end of the week or at the end of a big project. So we build in a lot of that. And, you know, it's interesting because I've seen, I feel like there's been a lot of talk lately about entrepreneurs and self-care and building in that time. And I feel like so many of us got into this world in part for flexibility, but then we don't (laughs) take it for ourselves. Like we do the like, oh, I've got to go do something for my kid or my mother or, you know, that stuff. 
but to like say, you know what? I got my things done today. I'm going to hit the couch and put my feet up and, you know, drink tea and read my book or I'm going to go, you know, whatever. But I, I, I don't know. I think we should do more of that. I do think it's important to be like when you're doing your daily and weekly planning to be reasonable and not to have like that endless list because you want to have this feeling of accomplishment. You don't want to feel like it's like never ending and mm. discouraging. I, I still remember like 20 years ago, and I don't know if you were with me, Melissa, but I remember seeing a speaker who talked about the way that men and women approach to-do lists differently. It's like always stuck in my mind. It was Belinda Ellsworth. I don't know if yeah, you remember this. I know you were going to say Belinda. <laughs> she, so she talked about how women would get like a piece of, you know, lined notebook paper out and They'd write, 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 write the whole page, like flip it over. They'd keep writing. But then men would come along and up in like the little corner of the thing, it'd be like, number one, cut grass, number two, fix door, number three, whatever. And then they like rip this little thing off and stick it in their pocket. And when they do those three things, then they go sit on the couch and watch the football game. And then women are like, we're all running around like, you know, chicken with our head cut off, trying to like tackle this impossible list. Hmm. So I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think... Like, I think it's an important thing to keep in mind and that, like, again, we come into this world for flexibility and for control. And I think it's important to try and build that stuff in and decide, you know, what do you really want your days to look like? You know, I mean, there's some people that are workaholics and they love it and that's what brings them joy and they just want to work, work, work all the time. And if that's what they want to do, then that's fine. But there's others who don't, you know, they want to have, you know, they want to be able to spend time with family or friends or, you know, doing other things. Maybe they've got other projects they want to work on. And so it's about building that business, creating that business that you can do all that, you know, and that starts to get into like, you know, the fact that so many entrepreneurs feel like they should do everything, you know, they're going to wear every single hat and you know what, well, you know what, I'm not good at certain things. So why am I spending my time killing myself trying to do something that I'm not good at like, why don't I just hire somebody and, you know, offload some of those things. So then it gets into that whole discussion. Right. (laughs) Team building and all of that. Yeah. And Kelly and I talk about this all the time. Like even four years out, we still have corporate mindset. Like it's really hard to disconnect from that thinking that we have to do work, 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 work. If we don't get our eight hours in, then, oh no, (laughs) you know, like it's hard to to disconnect from that. I recently looked at this productivity planner that I had bought several years ago and it has like top five tasks for the week for the week. And I'm like, if I don't do like five tasks in an hour, I'm like, Oh no, like I blew it. Oh, wow. This is five tasks for the week. That's crazy. So that, get, that gets you thinking about like, what's really important. And then really tying in like your overall goals with what you're doing every week. So like when we talk about weekly, you know, you mentioned weekly planning earlier, and that's something that I'm a big, big um, advocate for. And one of the things that I suggest people kind of keep in mind during that time is like, they, you know, they kind of figure out, all right, here's all my stuff for the week. Now, like, what are my goals? And do I see that reflected here? Like, am I, am I just like doing busy stuff? Am I doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing and the stuff that's going to actually push me forward. Is that in there somewhere? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes yeah. I feel like, you know what, maybe just doing the like sales piece and then serving your clients, like, do you, you know, like that alone, like is what's going to push your business forward. And maybe some of that other stuff should be outsourced. We took a big step over the summer and we were like, we're going to not work Fridays over the summer. And guess what? It's not summer because it's got, we've got snow on the ground. We're still not working Fridays. 
not working, meaning we're not starting new projects. We will work if we want to. We'll finish up some things, but we don't client calls and we don't, you know, like I said, start new projects. So that has been feeling really good to, to grab that piece of time back. I do the same. I do my weekly planning Friday morning. I have a little group that we meet and do that. And then I do a little bit of stuff on my business. I don't do any client work. Um, and then I go grocery shopping <laughs> to shop on Fridays because I like to have my refrigerator full for the weekend. And then I slide into my weekend early. And it's funny because so many people I work with have moved to that schedule. I think that's something I think that's appealing to a lot of the women in our circles. And um you know, kind of getting to that point where you can do that is huge. Like I wouldn't, and I wouldn't even like reach out to somebody on a Friday because I'm assuming like nobody's working on Friday. Right. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, it it doesn't mean I'm out Kalupin, but you know. And even if you were, it's your business, right? you know? It's hard to remind yourself. It is. It is. I know. I I don't know why I'm lecturing you because I feel the same (laughs) way. I'm like, "Ah, don't let them think I'm not working because I am just on my stuff. I feel like it's a different mindset. Like, you know, I can wear my less fancy sweatshirt. On yes. <laughs> and, but I feel like because it's like, I'm focused on my business. I do my planning. Sometimes I, you know, I would work on content stuff, but it's, I don't know. I feel like I get more creative. Like, I don't know. It's just like a different mindset. And I don't feel like I'm, you know, there's no, there's definitely like no hustle or anything like that. It's just like, I don't know. It's a different energy level and it's creative and it's like my business and then I take off early which is very empowering you know to Mm -hmm. take the time off and so yeah I think it's a great thing the office is closed I thought of this because someone in a group it's like a group I don't remember if it was like for OBMs or whatever but she was all up in arms this person because she said a client called her and was like are you working that's probably how the client meant it was like, I don't want to bother this person because they might not be working right now or they could be busy. The girl was like, I am ready to fire her. Like, I feel like she's like coming at me because she's like checking up on me and, and, you know, micromanaging. And I started in a whole different way of like, no, it's just, you're, she's probably just doesn't want to bother you. Like maybe it's a Friday or it's in the afternoon and I feel like yeah. we just have to like, but it is triggering, especially Definitely. as a corporate, as a corporate person, like, what are you doing? Are you working? Our dear friend who I shall not name, like, how is this helping? You know, right. what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like if we weren't it's doing true. what we were supposed to be doing, like, right. It's sort of, you know, it's hard to shake the corporate and maybe she's fresh out of corporate yes. and she still gets PTSD and, mm-hmm. you know, it's so hard to shake that. Like we always say, and like Kathleen, you say, like, this is what we get into it for. We get into right. it to be able have to control. manage our own time yeah. Yeah, and have control. Yeah. So, well, I think sometimes too, with like, we get into this and some people I think are working harder than they want to be. And so they could mm-hmm. get defensive about mm-hmm. that too. You know, it could have been yeah. something like that for her. Maybe she felt like, you know, she shouldn't be working on Friday afternoon. And here she was like, maybe she felt like she was like sneaking, you know, doing it. And yeah. so that could have made her feel defensive too. I yeah. Totally yeah. That. Absolutely. So I want to bring it back to what you do. So tell me, why do you love working with the people that you do work with? Well, what is it that you love about it? 
I, so as you know, like I've been doing something on my own for 21 years now, which is crazy. That's when my twins were born and I left the corporate world. And, you know, I've done a couple of different things over the years, but I have not worked for somebody else in all that time. So I was able to have that freedom and flexibility as my kids were growing up, you know, and now they're off to college and my youngest one's in high school. So things are a little bit different, but I really wanted the flexibility. I wanted the control, you know, not just of my time, but also what I was doing. Like, I really, I don't think I was a good employee as I look back because I, I just, like, I wanted to do things my way. I always did. And I always had a hard time with, you know, all that. But anyway, I was able to do that. And, you know, it's, I've had a couple of different iterations of different businesses, but underneath it all, like working for myself, having the control, being able to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it and how I wanted to do it. And so I want to help other people have that. I want them Mm. to be able to have that control and if they want it. And so that's why I love doing what I do because I, I like to make that happen for other people. I also just love the subject matter. Like I love talking business. I could, you know, I could sit here and do this all day long over the years, met so many small business owners. And I love to talk all aspects of business, you know, how they're getting things done and marketing and operations and all of it. So I just enjoy it, but I want to, I want people to be able to have that freedom and control that they want. Hmm. You've always been organized. (laughs) Something I always remembered, like from our early days on the um, playground in elementary school. <laughs> Very organized always, in the first day of kindergarten. Yes. So it's it makes sense that this is like what you built for yourself. I think I was always, you know, my early professional, like my first professional job, I worked in advertising and I was a media planner, which is all about it's like project management on in its structure. And so and then I moved into um, corporate retail management. I was a category manager, which again, structure, project mm-hmm. management. Like I've always kind of done that sort of thing. And I've worked in a lot of different functional areas and industries, but that was like the thing, the, I think the thread that kind of pulled through. And then, you know, I end up with five kids. And so just, <laughs> just running you know, a house of five boys thinking about like after school and five kids having to be five different places and, you know, all that kind of stuff and food and, you know, getting everybody where they need to go and manage the schoolwork and blah, 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 you know? So I think that also helped me to strengthen that. But yeah, when I started this business a couple of years ago, I like, I really love the fact that I was able to take like all the things I've ever done. So, you know, it kind of started with that sort of structured piece and strategy and project management and, you know, and then a lot of marketing. And so like now I'm able to use like all that stuff I've learned over all the years in helping people. So yeah, like I'm super fortunate and very happy that I was able to kind of land on something that would allow me to use everything that I've learned over the years. Mm, I love it. I love it too. Well, I was going to ask you if, if, if to our listeners, like, if they're, they've got their pens, cause they've been, you know, taking notes vigorously, of course, if you could, if do you have any tips for them to sort of get started? Like aside from joining the accountability group, which is what we're going to urge everybody to yes, do. You should do that. Like, just <laughs> yes. to get like 
uh, they're like overwhelmed, hairs on fire. How can they just stop in like? Yeah. So my number one top tip of everything, if I, like (laughs) you can do one thing, it's to take time to plan your week. Mm -hmm. And I believe in this so strongly. I've had so many um, clients that I have helped to implement that practice. And every single one of them will tell you it's a game changer for Mm -hmm. their business. So it, so what it, it does a couple of things. It, first of all, it helps you kind of lose the overwhelm. It gives you like the time and space to sit down and figure out what the heck you're working on. So then you move from a like winging it sort of mindset mm-hmm. to being intentional with your time, which is also like the best time management tip that I think there is. It's like being intentional with your time. And I have actually, it's on my, um, my little, like, what do you call it? Freebie. My lead magnet on my website is like my process to to plan the week. So if anybody wants that checklist, you can go right to my website and download it. But like, we start with the calendar, like we go through and like, all right, what do you have next week? And so often people like, just like, that's the first place, you know, they may not have a handle on what their schedule is next week. And, you know, sometimes people have multiple calendars and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, oh yeah, I have this thing and I have to do all these things before it. So it's like, they, you know, forget about all the stuff they have to do to prep for something. So it's just like kind of going through and getting, you know, a handle on your week. We start with that. And then we kind of move into your work plan, which sort of necessitates having some sort of project or task management system. And very, and for most of my clients, like when we started talking about weekly planning, that was the first time they put into place a task management program. Mm -hmm. But now, they're able to run their business on that. And they've got like a really good handle on what they need to do. So we kind of go through all these things. We also look at finances and we talk about follow-up from the week. So there's like a whole checklist of things that we go through. Um, But I think some of like the overarching pieces of that are like what I was saying earlier, like, hey, are my goals reflected here? Like, here's all these things I'm going to do next week. Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing to move my business forward? You know, and then we also talk about like what's not getting done. Like, what are the things you're avoiding? And um, so it's like, why is it? Because it's, uh, you know, maybe it's too big. You haven't broken it down enough to know how to get into it. Or maybe there's like a tech, you know, the tech issue. Like, I don't even know how to do this. Or maybe it's something that doesn't align with what you're trying to do anymore. And so you feel icky about it. So you just like leave it sitting there. And then finally, it's like, you know what? You can just cross that off. You're not going to yeah. do it. Like, let's just get rid of it. So, you know, we talk through that too. So, but by the end of it, it's like, all right, here's my week. And here's what I'm going to do. And plus I cleaned up all the stuff from this week. So now I can go into my next week, you know, with everything kind of feeling under control and, you know, I feel good and I feel empowered. And so it's like such a good thing. It really is. And as you said that the sun came out. Here Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> the clouds cleared. Oh, I just saw it. And I was like, you wow. gave us all, all, everything we needed. <laughs> Yeah, it's now, it's such a good thing. I know you mentioned that you have a group that you do your Friday planning with. Like, do you think that's something people should start doing with their friends? They maybe? could. They could. Yeah, it was some a couple of um past clients of mine who kind of just organically mm. came together and so we have this little group and um we just and it's turned out to be like this really cool little sort of mastermind support group. But we get together every Friday morning and do our planning for the week, and we take turns leading it. You know, everybody takes a turn facilitating, and it's so it's really cool for me to like hear them 
lead the process that that I had come up with. It's like that's true. Really it's really cool. Oh, oh like your little, little your little chickens have come to roost. Right? I know. <laughs> that's I awesome. That. I and am that's... a collaborator by nature, so I feel like maybe I need to find my my little community of planners. Yeah, and it's good because it's something that is always on your calendar. Like this is what I yeah. do every Friday morning. This is how I start my day. Yeah. yeah and I, and I do love it on Fridays because, and it's funny because I used to do it like on the weekend and I, one, I, I hated using weekend time, right. but the other thing was I found that I still like, I would do it on Sundays, but I would still go like through half the weekend in a little kind of slight panicky mode. Like things always, I was always thinking of stuff like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do about this? And oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And oh my gosh. And so it sort of occurred to me at one point just to back up my planning to Fridays. And um, I don't know, I just sort of like, it, I had the real like the epiphany that that would help. And it did. So I did it on Friday. So then when I shut down for the weekend, like everything's kind of like tied up and I can go into the weekend. I don't think about it anymore. Like it's all set for Monday. And so it eliminated that weekend, like that stuff swirling around in the back of my head, always like, Oh my God, what about this? And Oh my God, what about that? Right. Yeah. So, you know, I like, will oh, admit crap, that I, I forgot about yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I yeah. do get that. that. Do I have to have something prepared for Monday morning? Like I do think about that. So I do need to back mine up because I would normally start thinking about it Sunday. Yeah. Just it, habitually. I think like that's just how it was. You know, you start thinking a week on Sunday and you get that Sunday evening dread. Yeah. And, you know, you get out of corporate to get rid of that as well. But yeah, uh, I think it's a game changer doing it on Fridays. I really yeah. do. It it's made, it made all the difference. Yeah. Because I enjoy my weekends. Me too. That's and I right. don't want anything coming between me and my weekend. Right? There you go. <laughs> I just put totally. my foot down and got very. I love angry. it. Love it. Is there anything else you would like to share um, with our listeners before? We, I mean, she's shared a lot. I know, but I just want to make sure we don't miss anything. I, very true. Very true. Well, you know what? I guess I, two things I would say. Like, if you like this kind of topic and stuff, I do have, I have a pretty um, good blog on my website. So I put stuff up every other week and it's all articles about goal setting and planning and systems. So if it's something that somebody is interested in, kind of getting a little more insight into or learning more like that's a lot of great resources there. So I would share that. And then my accountability group. So yeah, I, I ran five of them last year. So I'm getting ready to launch the sixth one and it's a 12 week program. Um, I work one-on-one with people up front to really prioritize their goal, help them create a plan. And then the group into small group, I never have more than six people. So it's real small and we meet every week. I share a lot of strategies to help them set themselves up for success. And then they get a chance to to kind of talk through their stuff and their obstacles and their successes and their wins and what's going on. There's great opportunity for feedback and a nice little community. And, and the results have been really significant. It's really impressive, like what people have gotten done. And, um, and so, yes, I've got another one starting February, one starting late March. So yeah, they're kind of starting, you know, every few weeks. So would love to chat with anybody who's curious to learn more. And since you keep it small, you know, by the time that this episode drops, which will be the first week in February, the, your February one might be full. Yeah, it might be already so, started, but there is, but there'll be, be one in March. Yep. Perfect. 
So where can people find you? Because we want to make sure that they can get to your blog, find you on the interwebs, because I would be remiss if I did not mention her tips that she puts out every week. And if you do nothing, follow her on social media. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, my website and then um, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and finally on Instagram. I was very late there, but we're working on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's Kathleen Lawson. The website is Kathleen-Lawson.com, but she's pretty much Kathleen Lawson everywhere. Yep. Might be a little letter or strategist or something after that, but you will find her and um, the freebie on her on your website. Is it still the bit.ly link that we have? Yep. Yep. So it's bit.ly forward slash Kathleen plans is the link. And we'll drop that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much because this is helpful, especially timely at the beginning of the year. We're not always right on time for January 1st as business owners. So we like to do things on our own time. So maybe February is a good time to start with your. your Well, you know what? Anytime is a good time because, you know, like you start when you're ready to start working on something. So don't be a, yeah, I always tell people, you know, they don't have to be a slave to the, to the count, you know, the calendar, calendar, yeah. To the resolution. There, yes, exactly. Exactly. Let everybody else do the resolutions. Yeah. What's that? Let everyone else do the resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for coming and thanks to everybody for listening. We are thankful for you. Check us out on the interwebs as well at mergioenterprises.com and in our Facebook group, the Business Managers Podcast Facebook group. And we're um, we'll see you next week. Everybody have a great week. Be productive. Don't bite off too much for the week and get your planning done on Friday. You will be thankful that you did. Everybody have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did, help us grow with a follow, rate, and review. Check us out online at mergioenterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Mergio Enterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.